Hello and what's going on? My name is Rich Ryan, bringing you a bonus episode of the Reinforced Running Podcast. This particular episode is based around a preview for the Spartan Race U.S. National Series race in Utah. It's not typically my bag. I kind of know what's going on in that world, but I like to talk about the athletes, especially those of those who have been on this podcast and those who are in Torque, and just talking about the athletes and, and what they've been up to and, and just giving them uh, a little bit of light to shine. So, And it's really fun to speculate on what's going to happen. So I bring my good friends, Bracken Crocker and Jack Bauer, two of the best in the business. And we talk about what is we think is going to happen in Utah. And the way we do it is through a quote-unquote fantasy draft. So we each draft a team of 10 athletes. And we go through and we talk about each of them. And then at the end, we're going to score it up cross-country style. We're going to go through all the whole rules. Just, just listen up. It, it was super fun. You're going to love it. If you don't love it, that's fine. But we loved it. And it's it was really fun to do. So let's just check it out. Here we go. We are on. This is absolutely happening. I'm here with two very special guests, Bracken Cracker and Jack Bauer. Fellas, hello. What's going on, Rich? You said his name wrong. I know I did. Sometimes it, I'm like I'm like 75%. You know, I, I'm just going to use it as motivation when I crush his soul today, Jack. Yeah, you should. Yeah. Oh, gonna, it's going to be a beaten. I, I'm one thing, very confident Rich is going to get last place. The, this is one thing I'm very excited about because I need to redeem. I need some redemption on fantasy sports. Are you guys fantasy sports players, Jack? I, there's been a couple times where you said like you're not a gambler. Could you I'm like not a gambler. Stuff? Yeah, I've, I've actually won like a $600 March Madness bracket one time when I. Did, that was like the Whoa, only time I've ever done it. I remember my first beer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, but um, <laughs> no, I, I'm in a fantasy baseball league. I usually do fantasy football. Also, did you invest that $600? Yeah, I actually did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Put it towards a backdrop. Ooh, oh, Bracken's that, coming out swinging. We already, t- <laughs> we already talked earlier that uh, your backdrop, even Joe Rogan would be. Oh, it's not about started. me, Jack. I just, man, I feel yeah. bad for you when I see this. Uh, hey, I can put my, uh, I've got a couple of shoes in the pack. Some, some, no, I mean, do your own thing. Shoes is, shoes is yesterday's news. Yeah. Yeah. You know what? I'll just put shoe boxes up there. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Just to Back to you, Rich. Yeah. So we are not competing this weekend, us three as athletes. So we decided to put a competition together so we can go head to head and really make something happen. We're going fantasy draft U.S. National Series Spartan Race, Utah. So when I approached you guys with the idea, it was like, absolutely, let's freaking do it. So. When we go through this, we're just going to talk about the rules first, and then we're just going to break it all down, and then we're going to talk about some of the ideas behind the preparation for this thing. So let's just go ahead and go through the rules. I'll just read them off. So each manager, are we good with the the role of manager? I just said team. No, but us. Are we we just a team? Yeah, I I wrote team in the spreadsheet. Yeah, either one. You can say how you want. So each team will draft 10 athletes in a snake style. Uh, Draft order will be decided by a random name wheel found on just like some random internet site, which I didn't pull up yet. Jack, do you have one available? I'll do it. Yeah. Cool. Keep talking. So the managers can draft a male or female athlete in any order, but we must end up with five men and five women on the team. The scoring is going to be cross country style. So for this case, we're going to uh, score the top seven, where traditional cross-country would be top five, and we're just going to add up the places, and the lowest score of the places will end up being the winner. So lowest score wins. You so want to explain cross-country style for the, for the layman out there? Sure. So 
at you, the score is your finishing place. So, uh, Bracken, if if us three were running a race, Bracken, you win. Naturally. I get second. Jack, you're third. Sorry, Jack. You would have Bracken. You this get one point. <laughs> you get one point toward your team, and I would have two points toward my team. And if Jack and I were on the same team, we would have second place and third place, so we would have five points. And then Bracken, your next teammate would get fourth, so then your team would have five points, and it adds up to five. The top five scorers, the lowest point total wins. Um, did that suffice? Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, makes sense. So in this, we're doing top seven. So we're gonna, each going to have ten, but only seven are going to count. So we're going to have three uh, team members who are will be able to displace the other team. So if someone, if my uh, eighth place. Uh, finisher is above Bracken's fifth place finisher. That will be a tremendous amount of points that you will lose because of that. So, um, and it also gives us a little margin for error. <laughs> We're going to do the best. We're going to talk a lot about who is coming, who we think is coming, who's not going to come. But this, uh, as a sport, is not as predictable to know who's going to be anywhere because it's just. If you can get there, that's kind of the case. If you decide not to run, that's fine. So we're going to do the best we can. We're going to cover who's running, who's not running, um, kind of as a preview for this. So, and that will be something we need to discuss also about the the finishing order. Because if we don't have seven finishers, we're going to have to come up with some sort of uh, points total. So, Jack, you had an idea for this, yeah. right? Like, so, so basically, if you have seven athletes are scoring, there are three of us. That's twenty one. We'll just assign universally if 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 you need to fill a spot, say you only have six scoring people, we'll give twenty two points for every single spot that's missing because that's worse than and it's just kind of universal across the board. Should it be twenty two points worse than the last finisher because yeah. that could be better than someone's seventh place finisher? You we'll do, I mean? we'll do at least one point worse than the worst finisher, just just so that anybody who does show up gets a better score. Or, or you know, is is worth fewer points, I guess, in the collective score. Um, yeah. yeah. Brad, does that work for you? We could say, yeah, it could. You could also say whatever the last place finisher of chosen athletes is, one point worse than that for that, everyone's remaining. You phrased it better. Yep. Oh well, thank you. Yeah. Right. So if let's say I my eighth person is the fifty fourth finisher, you get fifty five. Yeah, anyone who doesn't finish gets a fifty five spot for each place. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Each, so so you're scoring five per team and, and most likely like we all have the same transparent information so if you pick someone who doesn't show up that's on you so if you want to potentially get those 55 points in multiple spots by drafting people who aren't there that's on you and this leads in well to the next rule is that we're going to do one keeper spot for the deck for the next u.s national series race in north carolina I'm not calling it Asheville. it's not in Asheville. do we still no, not even close. So in the North Carolina race, we're going to get one keeper, but it has to be after the first two rounds is what we agreed upon, right? Like, yes, we the, can get keepers starting in the third round. The, the reason being, it's not fair if you have like the number one draft pick and it's like, I've got, you know, Lindsay or Atkins or something like that. And no one else has a chance to do that. That way, theoretically, by round two or starting round three, each of us will have had the opportunity to pick a male and a female athlete each. So after that, it's fair game. You can call your keeper. Deal. That, you agree with that, Bracken? I concur. All right. We're in. And a, uh, a rule that I was thinking, Jack, well, I was 
goofing off when we were talking before, if we know an athlete is not coming, we cannot draft them with a later round pick as a keeper. So VJ Jones, we know is not coming to this. So I can't yes. take him with my 10th pick and be like, I'm going to keep VJ yeah. for the next time. Yeah. That's against the rules. Yep. Also, do we want a waiver wire in case later this week, tomorrow, the next day we realize there are more people coming where everyone gets one free agency pickup or are we, are we not going to do that? I think, we should, I think that's fine. I like it. Stuff happens. Someone might roll an ankle. Someone might miss a flight. So we have a flex spot, so to speak, that we get to fill with one free agent. I'm fine with that. Should we or have, have to, to declare that drop before, somebody, right? Should we declare that by like Friday night? Just so we. Yeah. Yeah. On that? Okay. And I think you have to drop someone in order to take them like a normal yeah. free agency waiver wire. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, so we have a waiver pick because I'm sure we're going to get more information after we put this out there uh, that people are like, oh, this person's coming, this person's not, or something might might happen if, you know, wildfires. And waiver don't. is reverse of first round, correct? Yes. So one, two, three, person three gets the first waiver claim. Gotcha. Good. Got it. Okay. And the loser at the end of the series will have a penalty. That's what we're going for. We're doing some sort of penalty on this. And I, I think we should kind of open that up to we'll have our own ideas we can open it up on with like an instagram poll to see what people would like for the loser to do on this do you guys embarrassing yes not not something that is cool i I think the phrase that i used was harm harmlessly embarrassing where it's not like you're getting a face tattoo or like something like that but i saw one recently where some guy had to like stay in a denny's for 12 hours and like just that was his punishment for losing his fantasy football like, but he some, could eat his way out of it like if I there's it was like i hop for 24 hours it's something like okay I you, thought yeah. it was waffle house and he could eat a waffle every waffle he every, ate was less <laughs> one hour, hour. yeah I, i'm in bulking season so that's that's light work for me yeah that's yeah. that's I'm, I'm gonna be there anyway in yeah. my fantasy football league we have this um and my friends at home all big drinkers and we get together it's a drinking event and then we like do a draft sometimes and I, I i did lose i don't always lose and i will not lose this time but uh, i did lose this past bad year. track record it sounds like first time i've ever lost is uh we have to the loser has to play edward 40 hands by themselves before the draft <laughs> so like it seems harmless enough but it's gone sideways a couple of times <laughs> so you're not in your college days so that might be a little tougher i like find. it though what if after like west virginia or something you had to play it that night and erase the sprint the next morning <laughs> <laughs> that's solid that's that good that's do you think you so could do bad. 40 hands of athletic brews like if athletic brews could make us a uh 40s we could have it sponsored we'll yeah, you could also them. you could tape multiple cans to your hands. <laughs> yeah, how about during the race you have to do it like you're going across the rig no i'm just kidding We'll Jack, see. one step we'll too far. <laughs> On to the next topic. So let's talk about the athletes that we – let's pull up our sheet. Um, this was, like I said, a huge value add from our friend Jack Bauer. This took 19 minutes or so of Jack's time to, uh, to create. We have breaking news. Yes. Neither Leona nor Cody will be showing up. Okay. Uh, okay. So the Moat family is out. Okay. Dang. Well, not really surprised, honestly. Although this was a uh, this is a Friday or a Saturday race, not a Sunday. Yeah, so. Saturday. Mormons are still in. Leona does show up and make podiums from time to time, and Cody's yep. always a threat to jumping in and win a world title in their backyard. Yeah. I thought it might happen. Well, this is why we're transparent. So, so we're doing our due diligence here just to make it as fair as possible, just so we're not guessing. And um, we, as a collective unit, Jack 
did some of his research and he clumped Bracken and I together somehow like that. Our work is not, we're not giving yeah. credit for the individual work that we've done. Like 70% is it's qualified. Jack and the yeah. rest, which. Yeah. No, I, I gave like credit it. to ORM, Faye Morgan, Alex Walker. I, I talked to others. I could have so given we're it. We're ranked like sixth and seventh in importance to you. Yeah. I mean, that's roughly where you'd be. Uh, How many traits? How many traits do Rich and I even share? How how do we get lumped together? I could see you lumping Killian and male, I together. Your male Rich. OCR athletes who ran in college, so that's like basically the no. same person. Yeah, no, me and Killian, Rich yeah. and I don't know Ryan Gosling, something like that. Appreciated. Yeah. I think yeah. that's a fair yeah. uh, fair comparison. So we were talking. So we have at, at least I think we have thirty total confirmed athletes, which is right on the nose because that's the. Amount of athletes that we're going to have. If, if men, we have John, four, men, we have fourteen. Women, sixteen. So you're right. popping, popping John Howell on that. I mean, he like we know yeah. he's going, and he usually can mix it up. I'm not sure what kind of fitness he's in right now, but um, but we might have to take a wild card uh, on these. So let's go through Jack. Could you go through some of the notable athletes who are not? Yeah, going just because when we start this thing, it's like, oh my god, you're, you're, they didn't take VJ in the second round or first round. Not the case because yep. he's not going. So, so, so for the people who are watching this on YouTube, which I would recommend just because it's entertaining, but um, everybody above this first line right here is showing up on the men's side in this uh, purple tab, but you've got a bunch of mis or people who we confirmed will not be going. Uh, notable ones include Aaron, Cody Moat. Um, Let's get Bracken. Yeah. No, Josiah Midaw, who just missed top five earlier in uh, Jacksonville. Kirk is not going to be showing up. Mark Audette, his wife is having a baby later this week. He won't be here. Ryan Kempson will not be there. Um, he's finishing building a house in New Hampshire. Ryan Kent is not focusing on the longer stuff this year. VJ won't be here. So you've got right you there. Can't, you can't hose Brian Gowiski like that. Wow. He's, like, he's yeah, top five in the series. Hey, hey, I was one of like two people to pick him top five in uh, Jacksonville. So Yeah, and then you turn around and chat on him. Here, who, who else should should I mention? Go ahead. Whatever. I'm not going to do your job for you, Jack. That's fine. That's fine. All right. And then uh, do, you want, do you want to move to the women's side as well who's missing? Let's let's just move on to the women's side. Okay. Notable names. Uh, Alyssa Holly. she posted yesterday that she's going to be racing Portland as her next race. Amanda Nadeau, who got sixth at Tahoe. Um, ton of top ten. She's not going to be there. Uh, Faye, Leanne, Wastany, we haven't seen her. I got a, a message from Miriam Guillaume saying that she's having trouble traveling Um out of the, out of Europe right now. And she's planning on doing the rest of the U S series after August or starting in August. So uh, we should expect to see her then, but I doubt she will end up being in Asheville either, unless she can pull off some travel miracle. And then I just watched her this morning. You what? I just watched Miriam this morning. I watched the, uh, the golden trail series. Um, the stop number one oh. over in, uh, yeah. no, maybe stop two, um, uh, Mont Blanc. And she was in there, and Bailey was in there. I yep. knew they were over there. They, I saw that that was on YouTube. It's like the full race, right? It's like four hours worth of content. They have that, and they have the 10-minute quick recap. Oh, they cut it? And I was on the old treadmill. Uh, and they were both top 10 in the first half of the race for a while. Yeah. So strong showing. It's too bad she can't make it because she's got some mountain legs underneath yeah. her right now. She'll be dangerous in Big Bear, no doubt. Um, and and I guess the other two women, Nicole and Rebecca, everyone knows Nicole's injured. Rebecca's done with the sport because of uh, her residency. So For women's side is opened up. And uh, there are a, a couple of unsure that we will talk about like down the road. So like on the men's side in particular, 
why do you think so many people aren't going to this? Bracken. There two things and they stem from the same place. One is some people are just afraid of their fitness in this course right now. Mm. Altitude, mountain, heat. If you're not ready for a mountain, you're not going to make it through this course without getting exposed. And the second is that it's finally starting to tip where people are okay going to the races that they know they're going to be good at rather than throwing themselves out to the wolves on something that doesn't truly matter to them. So I like it. Except for this purpose. It sucks for us today. It's not yeah. for us. But we're gonna I think be- that having the best three out of five has allowed this to happen, which yes. in my opinion is a good thing. If you should showcase your talent on what you're, you know, you'd rather train for if you get to pick and choose. So there's a reason you're seeing some of the shorter course athletes not out here on a beast. That's fair. And and price of travel is actually pretty expensive right now. To, so to go to a race and maybe not potentially make any money. Um, I mean, I'm not going just cause I don't want, I'm like bragging. I don't want anything to do with this course at <laughs> this time of yeah. the year. Absolutely nothing. Um, but it's not, a, it's not a cheap trip for sure for this semi-professional sport. And bumping up to the half marathon distance really was the, the straw that broke the camel's back for a lot of these people. Like you can fake it for six to eight miles, mm. but a full 13 mile race it's at altitude. That's not something you can extend up to if you haven't been prepping for it. So I get it. Do you think there's any reasoning behind the distance chose chosen for this? Or is it just kind of like, Hey, we'll just do a beast this time. And like, Oh, we'll just put the U S national series here. Like, is there any thought around the athletes and the, the competition of this? Or is it just kind of luck of the draw here, like in Spartan fashion? I have a theory on it that almost every race weekend so far has been a trifecta weekend and they're doing the same thing. Plus an ultra beast. I think that they just happen to have, you know, they, they plan on doing a beast anyway, and this is a popular venue for people to travel to. So my guess is they're just like, let's just do the beast because they're having the super on a different day. Yeah. And if you look at what the schedule originally was, big bear was before this, correct? Correct. Mm -hmm. So it went sprint, super beast, beast, world championships progression yep okay so just when things got jumbled up this is just kind of the way it it played out it's still weird to have three beasts yeah yeah Um, yeah yeah but that's just kind of in two at altitude i mean it's just kind of how how this sport is you got to be able to do it um what else we need to cover are we ready i think we should let's let's do the random number generator see who goes see who goes first um oh bracken taking it off Damn, taking that shirt off for another shirt. All right. Um, so oh, you guys, I got my game jersey on. Wow. Yeah. Hey, I've got yeah, my Warrior yeah. Dats 2014 World Championship shirt on. Bracken, you were there. Who won? This is a one-off. No one else has this jersey. Who has? Yeah. Is that is that a special makeup or is that a uh, is that signed? Is it an autographed Yatsko? I mean, you spend a wonderful evening with someone, and the natural thing you do is you snake their shirt in the morning. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen that like uh, like meme of like the two dudes who just were out drinking one night, and at the end they switch shirts like a jersey swap? <laughs> That's good. <laughs> I, I like that. <laughs> That's awesome. Now nah, the real story is Robert Coble gave it to me to give it to him, and I kept it. And you just didn't. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's awesome. All right. So I'm I'm looking at the screen. Rich is at the top. Bracken in the middle. I'm I'm at the bottom. So let's go. Rich one. Bracken two. Me three. For the random number generator okay so i'm setting it at one minimum three maximum so let's see who it is rich you're first and boom let's do the the next pick i'll do two and three that's me all right rich me bracken that's the order 
And that's exactly how someone would rig it. They couldn't give themselves the first pick because it's too obvious, but they wouldn't be the third either. So I, I understand. Collusion, yeah. collusion honestly, right off the bat. Honestly, there are most drafts I like being last because you get that back-to-back pick. But oh come on, don't! I, try I, always, I always go. I go wide receiver, wide receiver at the end of round one and start a two almost every time. I think third is pretty solid at this one. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right. I think one is definitely the best and I'm happy to have it. That's a bold, <laughs> bold statement right there, Rich. Rarely yeah. does one give away their strategy before the draft, but I'm going to do everything in my power to draft only athletes that have come on the podcast. <laughs> oh, <laughs> only this. people that I've personally connected with are going to be on team Crocker. This is something that is going to be Achilles heel of mine too. It was easy before I had like interviewed a lot of these athletes for the podcast. And now like, I like them all before if I didn't really have any, like any thought of it or any uh, emotional connection. I would just be like, Nope, not taking them because I want the best possible team. And now it's mm-hmm. like, I'm, I just like all these people and I want them all to succeed. So okay. everyone's a winner, especially me after this draft. Um, so are we ready? Let me just add one last thing just to make sure. we. I don't remember if you mentioned it or not, but we are allowed to mix. You can go like two women for your first two picks, then a man, then a woman again. You, there's no like we're picking five straight of one gender, then five of the next. So we can mix and match. How much prep did you guys do? A little bit. Bracken? None. None. <laughs> Not a thing. My prep was texting a few people like Leona and Cody to see if they're coming. That was yeah. the extent. I didn't even, I did like, I, I looked at some of the results and, um, Oh, and I found the shirt in the closet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which is huge. Um, I looked at some results, but I didn't like want to like ask people how fit they were and how they felt they were going to do. Cause what's everybody going to say? You know, like I never trust what people are like, Oh yeah, I'm pre- feeling pretty good. Or they're too humble. And they're like, ah, it's going to be all right. So I just, it's basically just kind of gut feeling and basically who I like. Yeah. It's basically who I like. Um, are we ready? I'm going to start yes. a clock on things just because, but we don't need this to stick on it just to kind of let people know how if they're taking way too long. What, what do you want to do? Like 30 ish seconds a pick? Yeah. Okay. I'll, just, I'll, just, like... I'll just let you know when it's too long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I figure we'll, we'll give it a pick and we'll give our reasoning for the pick and we can kind of talk about sure. it and what we think collectively. Cause that's, that's the main deal. Yep. Here. And and for people following along on this, I'm going to be typing the names here. Um, and then at the bottom, it will tell you how many of each gender each person's made in that blue section. So you'll be able to see like rich, you've done four men and three women so far. You only have one man left and two women left. So yeah, if you just I, I follow along. I have a little yellow notepad where I wrote everyone's name and then the, the, the slots of, men versus women but your your way works too okay yeah all right we ready yes mm-hmm. all right, for the first pick i'm taking Lindsay. <sighs> damn i think this is the only like it's not a sure thing nothing is a sure thing in this sport but i think if you're gonna get like a top two pick out of these first of this first rounds what you really kind of need to lock in the women's field's pretty open at the top I don't know what her fitness is like, but I know her experience and just it all kind of speaks for themselves. So what do you guys think on that? Stole my pick. (laughs) You can't fault it. I would say this is the most susceptible she's ever been because it's the only time we've ever seen her waver in her passion for the sport. That being said, Nicole's not here. Miriam's not coming. Who's going to come? And even let's say that if she's at 90% of Lindsay or 85 over the course of three hours in the mountains, I think that's enough. 
considering her Tahoe performance on basically a broken foot, if not a broken foot in yeah, there's a stress fracture coming in. Yeah. And still got second by like a lot. <laughs> so, yeah. and the person who beat her is not running. Um, so I feel ha- I'm happy with this pick. Yeah. All right. Jack, what do you think? Okay. So, uh, he might not win, but I'm going Ryan Atkins cause he's going to get it worse. Second place. I'd rather get some points on the board instead of, and he, he's also race ready. A lot of these people have only done one or haven't raced period this year who might be at the top of the list, but he's done savage race. He's done, he did a local uh, Spartan in New York a, a couple weeks ago. He, he did, uh, you know, he, he's, he's been out there a little bit. Hilderad. Um, I just think that being, having a little bit of the rust wear off, that's going to be in his favor over some of the other top contenders. Can't argue with it. I mean, it seems right. This this third spot, Bracken, you got the back-to-back picks, which is nice. But this third spot, when I was looking at it, thinking about it, I wasn't I wasn't sure what I would do here. So I'm interested to see. I'm oh, flying yeah. by the seat of my pants. I'm going off emotion. And uh I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna say that there's gonna be a run on men going here. Okay. It's top heavy women's field, so I'm gonna make a run on men. I feel that there are going to be more shakeups on the women's side, and I can find some diamonds in the rough. So I'm going to call Kevin Donahue up to the stage here to Taking make my Kevin? pick for me. Oh. No, to make my pick for me, yeah. Jack. Okay. With the third pick, we choose Johnny Lamalumalima. <laughs> <laughs> Good pick. Good pick. I mean, this seems to make the most sense here, right? Like, smashed Utah, and he's, we're going to get two descents out of this race. The elevation profile came out. It's close to 5,000 feet of gain so he's gonna have that much of descent in this as well um we've seen it before from everything i've seen he's had a meticulous offseason of working on some rounding out his skill set so i'm going to follow the young buck up with the old grizzled dog and i'm taking ryan woods woodsy our choice now go ahead rich you had some thoughts before i justify I like it because when we're looking at the U.S. National Series as a whole, like Ryan Woods could have this, uh, he could be the leader of this coming out of this weekend, right? He has a lot to gain in here. So he didn't have a great showing in 2019 here, but he did take it out really hard and was really aggressive. So Bracken, what you can justify. I don't, I don't hate it. First of all, he got some beatdowns in some races back-to-back savages he should have maybe won and instead got hurt by atkins his closing ability and his own rig hiccups there will be no cheese board in utah this is confirmed (laughs) secondly he was beating atkins on a mountain sprint course which at this stage of woods's career should be his worst course Staying power is the last thing to go. So I think that he, A, he stopped racing right after his last Savage. He's probably just been in the mountain saying, screw this, I'm going back to my roots. And B, he's got a little little chip on his shoulder. And C, he, in a mountain course, just doesn't usually do bad. He doesn't have a poor a poor performance. He's still going to be top 10, top 8, top 5. So I have two people that have capabilities of winning it and balancing each other out if something goes wrong. Yeah, I think you made smart picks. You, okay. you gave the example of one five versus or one four versus two three, given the same amount of points. Yeah, and okay. I feel like I have a I have a team that could do either. There, there are A level, and then there are 
A minus level people and you picked you've you have two A level people at this point. Yeah, I mean I like it. He ha- I know he has an altitude chamber. I'm sure he's been sticking his head into sleep with. Um so we'll see if that works. Okay. Woodsy. All right, all right, all right. Yep. Jack, what do you got? All right. Fifth pick. He got third place last time. I'm going Tyler Veerman. Mm. He is he is in ridiculous shape right now. I've mm-hmm. done a couple of runs with him. Um he's been focusing on ultras, he, he actually had the second fastest Spartan ultra ultra beast finishing time ever in his win in Ohio, uh, about a month ago. Um, I did a 15 mile long run at rampart reservoir. I don't know if you're, you ever did that over there, Bracken, when you were in Colorado, but, uh, he's, he's got a lot of staying power. He's been hammering the mountains and he's ridiculously fit. Um, he won a, a sprint like by a minute over Mark Battress and a flat course in Florida. So he's got some, some top end speed as well. And he's raced a bunch this year. So I think he's, he's race ready. I love the pick. I want it on it. my team. Me it, too. Was, it, it was uh woods or Veerman. So yeah, that, that was mine. If you didn't pick uh woods, I was going to take him if you took Veerman. So yeah, yep. I, I Can't argue. We're all in agreement. <laughs> that would have been lights out. If you would have dropped to me, that would have been fantastic. Um, but yeah, I agree. I mean, He's super fit. He had a great showing at a super muddy course that is outside of his like training level in Ohio. Um, he's like I said, super fit. He's putting a lot of miles and he's just ready to rock, man. He's just super talented on obstacles too. Gonna be rock solid. I would, I'm, I'd imagine he's gonna be on the podium. All right, so it's me. You back to back. Oof. Now this is now I'm nervous because I've got two yeah. people I'm eyeing and I gotta wait for so long. You have four to go till you get you pick again, Bracken. I think this is oh, man, this is so okay. So there's four men out there that have already been taken. Wow. I'm going to take there's one person in my mind that's the clear next choice. Oh yeah. No way, really? No doubt in my mind. What? You guys are fucking with me, and I don't like it. No, um, I don't like it. I'm taking Alex Walker. Right. That wasn't it, huh? All right. Well, I got another so one. She, she's in fantastic shape right now. She's going to do well, but that's yeah. not the one I was going to choose. Wow. Okay. Hey, you don't need to. You don't need to say that. Maybe let's mislead him a little bit. Now, now you guys are in my head, and I, I really don't like it. You were fucking with me, and I don't like it, and now it's working, and I really don't like it. Um. I think Alex is a is a great pick for the women's side. You won't be mad at having Alex on a team. Yeah. I'm going to go Logan Broadbent. That's my homie. All right. Okay. Took him. That was who I was going to say. That's one of my three I didn't want to see gone. Yep. So the so my picks, so Alex Walker, absolute workhorse. She does everything she can possibly do. She's put in a huge block of training. Like I, I talked to her months ago, and she's like, I'm preparing. I'm, I'm not doing these races because I'm putting in a mountain training block for Utah. She like has figured out ways to get altitude training, like within her resources in Texas. Like she's locked in for this women's race is pretty wide open. She missed her spear in Jacksonville could have had second place there as well. Um, and Logan, I mean, he is crushing. He is just crushing this year. It's going to be a little bit of a tall order for him to, uh, he's just like a really busy person. He's like doing a lot of travel, like leading up to this. Um, but like an altitude is, I mean, he lives in Ohio. He doesn't quite get the altitude. He had a tough go at Tahoe in 2019, but if to, in his words, he is a better athlete at mountain 
beasts than he is in sprint races. Third place at Jacksonville U.S. National Series was fantastic. I wasn't surprised. I think a lot of people were surprised. And just knocking off VJ at the Indian Mud Run is yeah. like this dude but, is but no seven minutes, chill. not not one, not a second. That's Crushed seven him. minutes. Crushed him. And like, who knows what VJ was going into that? And that's Logan's wheelhouse there. But I'm happy with my guy. Yep, that's a smart pick. And and he also won the Beast Super and Sprint in the same weekend in Ohio. So he's got some some durability. Yeah. He won, yeah, he won the all, whole trifecta. Member of Torque, holla. Yep. All right. Uh, th- this is a mountain course, and ah, who are you? Who are you thinking? Ray Coble. That's my next pick. Good yep. pick. That was that was my no brainer. Yep. Uh, she, son of a gun. She ran away with the Colorado. Uh, it was basically South the Colorado Springs Sprint um, a couple weeks ago, and the Super, and she, you know, took down Rose, one of the fastest foot speed athletes on the women's side. Uh, Ashley Heller, Casey Monroe. She won by multiple minutes in a flat course. And earlier this year, she set like the 24 hour record for most vertical feet gained over the course of a day. Um, so it, no one has ever questioned Ray's climbing. She's won Big Bear in the past. She's done well in Utah in the past. So I, I mean, that it's a no brainer. I was shocked she was still on the board at number eight. Congratulations. Well, that's, that's job, who Richie. I was taking. Yeah. Listen, what? I'm. I'm I'm picking outside the box. I'm I'm fine. You guys are you have groupthink. We'll okay. see how that goes. So I wanted Rhea. Okay. Well, since I got hosed there, I'm I'm just gonna go all in and round out my men. Wow. I'm gonna go back to back picks of Killian and Hosick. Nice. Okay. Yep. Okay. I still think there's sleepers on the women's field. I now have four people that can all go top three. Okay. Yeah. I mean, like Killian, he just came off of a great performance at Palmerton. I mean, and there was a couple of years ago, 2018 is when he had a really good showing at Palmerton and it really kind of was uh, uh, like a launching pad for his season. So it could be very similar to that. However, he's not at altitude anymore. Nope. You know, he lives in the, in the swampy Northeast. Um, so that's one thing to consider. And he's working a full-time job bracken, <laughs> you know? I think people some- to cancel each other out if one has a bad race yeah okay Bra- Bra- bracken as someone who's moved away from altitude how how do you think the Achillean's gonna fare with it good question i don't know i mean if it were just a anonymous athlete faceless athlete i'd say not well mm-hmm. but killian has made a career out of defying people's expectations so I, one of the ways I'm thinking about this course is it is a brutal beatdown. So if I were racing, who would I not want on my shoulder to start the second half of that race? With one climb and one descent to the finish, who at this point is going to have that engine to be able to do that? And I know Woods is going to climb that last one. I know that that uh, Killian and Hosek are going to be able to climb and they're going to not back off. They're, they're going to keep their toe to the flame there and stomp that pedal and they're going to run all the way through the line. And if someone's crumbling after nine miles, those two guys are going to be playing uh Pac-Man on them. Yeah. Can't argue with that at all. I wasn't paying attention. Did we talk about Hosick? Yeah. 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 I mean, he lives at altitude. He's got big, long climbs and descents. He hasn't done very well so far this year at races compared to one minute behind VJ at the sprint on a flat course. But he, he said that he was training through that. Yeah. And I think his eyes are on this kind of stuff, 
So here, this is hoping that Killian's rounded into form and Ian is coming towards his sort of race. And that that's one thing about Hosek. He's an absolute tactician and he's been able to uh, uh, like look at races and figure out how to perform well at, at key races, right? Like yeah. he knows how to do it. He's done it in the past. Um, I think this sets up well for him. He says he's fit. He's ready to rock. So I like the Hosek pick. I'm, I, I think that that's value. And I think that Killian is going to go out boomer bust and yep. Hosick will run his race. So one of those two is going to play for me. Maybe both. Maybe both. Yeah. Roll the dice. Jack Bauer. I'm going uh, with the man who potentially could end up on the podium based on some of his other performances this year, Sean Roberts. Okay. Uh, dark horse pick. Um, and realistically, like, yes, Woods was ahead of him um, at the Savage Race before he DNF'd. Roberts. I closed. Guys, He's- Roberts. That says Roberts. Oh, Does I have it? Ro- look on the right. I miss. I have it right there. Um, but anyway, Sean, he, he was hanging with Atkins basically the entire race. Um, he got lost on a Montana course, so he ended up missing out on uh, finishing the race because he, he just went off course at that point. Um, but the it's it's undeniable the talent level. Like I've watched some of your um, live streams for Savage Race Bracken, which obviously everyone's complimented you on. Rightfully nice job, so. Bracken. Um, You're doing great. And, and and it's just so apparent. You, you you've pointed out, and same thing went through my mind, where it's like he just learned on the fly how to descend on a couple of those races. Like he just like a, a switch just clicked, and it was like, oh, that that's how you you push it on the downhill, and he just closes on some really good descenders um, when there was an extended downhill. And just given that the end of this race is like four miles, to me, that a lot of good things could happen. The only thing I'm worried about, has he ever run a mountain course, like a true half marathon? He was like a 147, 800 runner, a 401 miler. Of course, you need to do some endurance to, or, you know, some some solid mileage to get to that point, but not a ton. I just don't know if he's going to have the state power at this point in his career in essentially his first major race. Um, but I'm taking a I'm taking a flyer on him just in case it works out. Un- undeniable talent, undeniable talent on this. Like this is the first rookie who went in this draft. It's like tra- drafting Clyde Ed- Edwards Solaire. You know, it's like yeah. boomer bust here, you know, um, because it, like you said, long mountain race at altitude. Um, and it's just like more time to make a mistake, you know? Yep. I'm going to drop a little name on the ground here. I had an hour long chat with him. Not on the podcast. On the telephone, oh, wow. old-fashioned way. Um, <laughs> could he call me up to tell me that I was wildly inaccurate on a few of the things I had said about him? What'd you he say? Uh, I, I mismanaged a few of his PRs and a few of the things about him about Montana, and we ended up blossoming into a wonderful conversation. He is coming out here to learn about mountains and to take his lumps. He is training through. He does not have mountains where he trains. His biggest hills are so rocky and technical that he can't run them. They're like walking and skipping down. And he his intent is to go out here and get his butt whooped and learn from it for later. So I think that if this were any more runnable, I would have drafted him first overall. But yeah. because this is a learning experience, he's going in to learn. Do you want to respect that about him? Do you want to know who took their lumps before and uh, at a big mountain race and then kind of learned from it and had a great rest of the year? Killian in 2015, he just showed up to the start line and basically I think he got fourth in New Jersey or something. He was just hanging behind Cody and Atkins and everyone just watching how they do it. 
and you know after a couple of races figured out what you need to do figured out all the tricks and then end up winning the world championship that year and sean no offense to killian it is a better runner for at least from you know a start of his uh or his pedigree and i think if he can just put it together he already has the obstacle proficiency from savage if he just kind of learns the tricks and can run on mountains it's gonna be dangerous the rest of this year yeah i agree jack you do love fast runners like, well, it, tra- it translates to the mountains. It, most You've seen a lot of fast people go to the mountains and have success, but you can't really go from the mountains and have a, good, a lot of good foot speed. So I feel like there's a little bit of uh, transfer. Yeah, Lindsay's there. really struggled on flat courses. Yeah. So is, so is Nicole. Yeah. Ryan Atkins. No, yeah. I'm talking in like the in the uh, trail running world. But Oh, are we dra- – oh, my God. Did I show up to the hey, wrong draft? Hey, did, 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 you forget, did you draft? forget a draft Sean Roberts, even though you just talked him up? Like, yeah. No, I talked him up for every course but this one. That was, okay. a, good, that was a good hey, well, hedge I've got, there. I've got a keeper pick, so I might be hanging on to him. Brad, Bracken had a good hedge. If it wasn't yeah. this course, I would have taken him first overall, but I just didn't because yeah. it wasn't this course. Yeah, I'm going. Sure. I'm up. Love the. I like the balls to take that pick. It could pay off big time. Could be a great keeper. I think it would yeah. be a good keeper. All right, so my time, and we got to figure out about the keeper if we just start with them, and does it take the slot of when you drafted them or you just start with them on the roster? We have to talk about that now. Something to think about. Yeah, we'll, we'll decide next time when it matters. <laughs> I'm taking Sean Stevens-Whale. Good pick. He finished ninth here in 2019. There are nine. There are already nine men off the board. He has had nothing to do but train. He's a great climber. Um He's going to make this is like a race he's had eyed up for a long time. So I think he will do really well. I think he could finish top five here. He's really talented, put in a lot of time on the, on obstacles and everything too. He actually works at a ninja gym where there's things where he's actually struggled with in the past. So he's definitely going to shore that stuff up and he can just climb and he can really, really climb. Um, he had a great OCR stars also. Yeah. He's just, I think that revealed his athleticism a lot more than people realized. Yeah, you wouldn't think it. He's a competitive. He's just a competitive person, and he's just like, you know, he's nice and Canadian, so it doesn't really shine through. You know, yeah. it's a great, great guy. All right, back to me. So where are we? Rich, you're two and two for men and women. All right, I. You know, this is also one of those like we talked before, uh, showing your strategy. Like this is another one, just like a. Uh, I'm going to keep it on the women's side. I'm going to take Annie Doobie. Why? I think that she will be able to podium at this race. I, I know her well. Do you have inside information, Rich? Yeah. She, <laughs> I this, sounds, her. this sounds like inside info about Sean you Roberts. Know her? Are you guys hiding stuff? I know her. She's in great shape. She can podium at this race. It's wide open. She does How do you well know in the she can podium? How do you know what kind of fitness she's in? Hey, I'm just an observer of this sport, just like the rest of us. Have you ever worked with her? <laughs> I worked with her in a certain capacity. She's going to be fantastic. Watch. Keep I agree. Her. So, I mean, she got seventh here in 2019. Great climber. Hasn't uh, was in. She finished sixth in Jacksonville on a completely flat course, not in her style. Um, if she hits the spear, I think she'll get on the podium. What's her Instagram handle? Isn't it like Mountain Goat OCR, something like that? Yeah, she just lives this, in the this mountains. Is a mountain course. Not bad. So I'm going to take three out of the top four places in the women's race yeah. so far. And so, Bracken, you're going to start with a five spot at least there. Yeah. 
He's we'll losing see. out. All right. Um, I'm, I'm going all men. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing this the, the worst way possible, but I'm on a roll. We'll see. We're, we're going to see if it, what, what the strategy is here. All right. Um, I'm going to go with Rose Wetzel for my next okay. pick. Uh, that's a good one. I have this. I had these broken out into tiers. Like I, That's my prep. I had, had like tier one, tier two, tier three. Well, the only the tiers last. are going to be when you're crying after you get third place. So. Oh, that was a force. Wordplay. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so I think that that's solid. Yep. Yeah, I, I, she's, value. she's basically, uh, I messaged her and I've seen her training law or, you know, some of the stuff she's uploaded and she's hit all-time highs in mileage. She's been focusing on mountain running and, and lives at elevation. So I think that this is going to be a good course for her. I was going to take Rhea first and Rose second as my women once mm-hmm. Lindsay was off the board. So you've taken both of them. So I'm just sticking with men and I'm I'll going to going. take... Yeah. Rylan Schladig. Nice. Because Rylan could take anywhere from first through 10th. And I don't think we have any idea what his limit is. And the guy's just living life out in Utah. He's going to have spent as much time on Utah mountains as any person in this field. He's young and he's been unchallenged. He beat Hosick at the Montana Beast convincingly. And he was running 20 to 30 miles a week at the time. Like it's That's just, not an easy course. That's got some elevation and change throughout the course. Am I saying he's going to win? No. If he does win, did I draft him first? Yup. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I, I think this is another one like, you know, the rookies this year are like really, really talented. And I wouldn't be surprised if Rylan, Rylan, not Ryan, Rylan. And He's honorary Ryan. Yeah. And yeah. Sean Roberts would be in the top five. Like, I would have no, like, I wouldn't be shocked at all. Like, the promise that this kid has shown, like, and just his, like, ability to, to do it. Um, yeah. I was, I was almost going to take him there, but I, I'm, I'm leaning more toward the, toward the, the proven side. So, with the fifth, with your fifth man spot, solid. I thought I like it. I like it. Yeah. So now I got to go to the women because that I don't have to one. And my top two women, my top three ranked women are off the board. I'm going to do, I mean, I'm already having a dumb draft, right? In terms of strategy. Not so dumb. the first female I'm going to take is not even totally confirmed that she's going to be there. All right. Ariel Fitzgerald. All right. Yeah. Does not run a Spartan race. So we're going to swing for the fences here. Well, she's run plenty of Spartans, just not this year. Not at U.S. National Series, has she? She got fifth of West Virginia a couple years ago. Did she? Yes, yeah, that's right. That's right. She yeah. did like hundred. She did like five penalties, like three yeah. hundred fifty burpees and two penalty loops. Yeah, but this and is her first been, big mountain she'll do for us. Which she's been like top fifteen at Tahoe before. She's oh. she's up there. Yeah, this is it. Ariel's right. Ariel's my pick. We interviewed her semi recently. She was uh, that year. She got thirteenth at Tahoe. I don't know why I said first Spartan. I just, of recent memory. The year she was 13th at World Championships in Tahoe, she was also 13th at the World 100K Trail Championships. This girl's got a motor that can go as long as this course could ever make her go. And she can close. She's a second half racer. She is extremely fat adapted. I mean, we're getting into little stuff here. This is a course that you got to be able to move on the second half. And when she doesn't have fueling issues and when she builds in the second half, if she gets past obstacles, she's going to be closing it down. Oh, yeah. Some some ketogenic talk I wasn't expecting. I didn't know. I would have prepared. 
All right. Well, I, I was I was potentially going to take a flyer on her in round nine or ten, just in case um, if she didn't show up. But if she shows up, you're gonna. You're There's gonna no rules. Like Throwing that's all the some, rules out. Yep. That's some shade. That was definitely like a backhanded compliment. It's like I yep. would have taken her five rounds from now. No, but- no, no. I, I, there are there are more than five or fifteen confirmed women, so it makes sense to choose the ones who are definitely going to be there than someone who you don't know for sure. Unless um, you think that some of the best available could take touch. 10th or 12th. And I don't think she takes worse than sixth. Yeah. Nope. Smart strategy. Okay. Um, my next pick, let's see who's on the board. I'm going to go with, uh, take a wild card on the men's side. I'm going to go with Hawk call. Okay. All right. A lot of people don't know who he is. Uh, he is Hobie's son. He is 20 or 21 at this point. Um, he ran the Utah super a couple years ago. And he won the age group heat by like several minutes, uh, like seven or eight. But if you combine age group plus elite, he actually would have finished 10th overall in the race. I uh, lives in Utah. He's used to elevation. H- Hobie, his dad, uh, pretty decent, has been training him. Uh, Benny lives with him. He told me he's in ridiculous shape, especially running on mountains at the moment. Um, and he's he's. I'm sure he's developed in terms of size and just frame over the, you know, while he's maturing, um, going from end of high school to middle of college and stuff. You you just put on a little bit of frame. So I'm taking a wild card. He could be a boomer bust pick, but uh, he's showing up and I think he's going to do some damage. Well, I mean, on one hand, he's Hobie calls son, but he's not Hobie. <laughs> on the other hand, beating Benny Gifford in a workout doesn't necessarily translate to race day. <laughs> In oh, a U.S. National Series. We, he's maybe. told me about some of the splits that Hobie's put up in, you know, in loops versus what Hawk's done, and he's he's up there. It's I, it's not a shot at Benny. I'm just saying that if someone's yeah. better than you, oftentimes we think they're the best. That's true. So I would never bet against a call, and that was a good reach. Yeah, I just didn't think it'd be around in two rounds or so. So, all right, back to you, Rich. All right. Looking at this, um, it has Lily on here. She's definitely not running. Um, and I missed oh, that, that before. Did I put her in the right? Yes, yeah, she's definitely not running. You're right. Yeah. My bad. Confirmed um, by Jack. Confirmed hmm. by Jack, not the... I wrote the wrong one. Yeah, that Jack guy. Anyway, keep going. I'm just trying to pick up on your Excel stuff, try to figure out what you're doing here, how yeah, you can I, do it so well. It's very, <laughs> it's very atypical. Not how I would have done it, but definitely much faster and, and more efficient. <laughs> um, question this. If we're doing an Excel draft, I'm picking myself first. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, okay. I... I'm going to go with, I like that you're deciding in the moment. Yeah. Jack and I have our, our, our people that we spit out when they get up there and you're, Hmm. You're thinking like, about, hmm, I'm going in it. four picks. I don't I have, have these people in tears. I'm looking at them, like weighing it <laughs> out. Look, I'm going to put you down as Benny. If you don't pick in the next 10 seconds. I will not. I, I no, I will re- revolt. I'm taking Casey Monroe. She's on fire this year. She's an absolute fire. She's been healthy. She's training very well. Um, she's racing with the best of them. Like, and so like, I wouldn't be surprised if, if she knocks out, a, like if she gets on the podium, I also wouldn't be surprised. So, um, heavy on the women this year. So I'm basically, I'm just taking women so that Bracken can't, <laughs> <laughs> I took men so that you couldn't. Yeah. That, and that, that, that happened. 
that 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 has happened. Ryan's gonna um, have to do multiple loops of the course for you. <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's back to me. That was my first pick. So this pick um is also gonna take some time. I'm taking Patrick. Uh, he's on paper, he's a top five guy there. This is value. Absolute value that he fell here. He's gonna be pissed that he fell to this. And yeah. I got your back, Mark. I always believe in you. I know he's running a lot. Like he always is. It's like clockwork that he'll, he'll put in a lot of volume. He's been doing some ultras in the past. So like working on these big races, um, mm-hmm. I think will translate pretty well for him um, as talented of a runner as anybody in the sport, as anybody in this field. Um, it's a matter of like putting it together on a mountainous course. Like he, he's done it. He's, he shows flashes where he can be top five on the podium. So we're just going to see how he does it. These two long descents. I agree. Definitely. Yep. Endurance is not an issue with him. So, um, okay. With my next pick, Ooh, Bracken's got a couple of men to show up. I'm going to put him on the spot. So he's going to have to do a reach somewhere. Uh, I'm going to go with Matt rock. I've run with him. I, I raced with him. Uh, We're talking about Bracken. Yeah. Bracken didn't need anybody. I have five a, men. You should have took a female there. Oh, Jesus. I misread that. That's on me. All we've been talking about is how I'm just being misogynistic and I'm not picking any women. That's all good. I'm fine with Matt Rock going there. Bracken needs to have a reach on men. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going to have to reach around my men, Jack, in order to get to the women. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Um, Anyway, Matt Matt Rock, not too many people know about him. And, but he's, he's just always there. And I think this in this field, I could see him getting somewhere in like the 10 to 12 range, which I'd rather get points on the board. The thing with Matt Rock is that, he hasn't necessarily been in these type of races where he's been able to go head to head with a, a big group of the best athletes in the sport. Um, he hasn't traditionally done the U S national series races and he is a beast. He's really good at, I mean, he lives in Montana. I don't know if he's at altitude or not, but um, he's, his background is in ultra sports. He's a great descender, a good climber, uh, really competitive. And he's a, man's man all five of your men bracken is one matt rock so yeah. that, he might be the only person who gets a better pump than bracken like is, that he, guy, is he a green beret is he a ranger i'm sorry <laughs> talk to killian about all five of us adding up to one matt rock Jesus. get out of dodge a man's man matt rock is he's got a badass name also amazing that's a good name, name. amazing yeah. name um, I like it. I think that that's good. I think that that could be, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if he is somewhere in the, I mean, if he finishes as like your third man, I wouldn't be surprised if that happened on your, on your squad. I would, but <laughs> <laughs> okay. So back to me. Back to you. Taking, taking ladies. Okay. So it looks like I need a lot of guys according to Jack. Yep. <laughs> All the men just leaves it out there for you. I'm going to take Natalie Mano. All right. And then I have a question. This is this is so bad. I should know this. Who is the woman who won two ultras and took a savage podium? Uh, Hannah Carta. Hannah Carta. Is she going? Uh, yeah, I heard on Matthew Davis's podcast. He re- he interviewed her a couple days ago, and she's driving across the country right now. I am all on the Hannah bandwagon. And Hannah, I even announced your race and I forgot your name just now. But it was a brain <laughs> fart, not a lack of recognition. Like You're a professional, the I know who's who, who she is, though. So Best in the game. Throw that in there. I, talk, talk to me more about I – I'm unfamiliar. 
I she won back to back Spartan Ultras and she uh did she win or take second at a Savage race? I, All in the span she was on the podium. I don't know her place off the top of my head, but I, I don't think she won. Anyway, she's she's got the she's got the chops to get it done. I don't know what her mountain game is like, but it can't be bad. L- little tidbit that might give you a little more reassurance, or maybe not. She has done. I heard on the podcast she's done over two hundred straight days of at least ten miles of running. Seems like she's gonna so, be fresh. Seems it, like she's yeah. ready. Boomer stress fracture around the, <laughs> yeah. around the train. Yeah. So endurance is definitely not an issue, but dur- uh, you know she. But might, available might en- available energy potential. Uh, yep. What which ultras did she win? Spartan. She won Ohio. Um, she got like it was it was Ohio and Fayetteville, maybe. Sounds right to me. What like is her, Ohio was definitely one of them. Yeah. What is yeah. her ranking on the Yancey Camp Spartan rankings? I don't have that up. Right you don't now, have but, it. But I'm I'm releasing them after this race, so okay. we'll, we'll know for sure for next time. We'll check next time. Yeah, it'll be All a right. whole different ball game. Hey. My, my work. Um, okay. So with my pick, I'm torn between two people. These are ladies. I'm going to go Lauren Weeks. Let's go. Lauren Let's Weeks. Go. She, Love she it. to me. She, did she did up, I miss the start time of our High Rocks draft? No. <laughs> well, did, did I? Did you miss that she actually podiumed in her first ever beast in Montana? Man. She's got some endurance. And you saw her in the Spartan Games. She basically just crushed it uh, in that six-hour trail run, uh, hanging with Lindsay and Nicole for the first 30 or so miles, and they weren't exactly just jogging out there. So I think she's she she kind of reminds me of, like, Isaiah in the early days, where you don't expect someone with that build to be up there with the best runners, but okay. somehow just gets it done. And I think she's faster than a lot of people realize, and she lives in Salt Lake City now. Elevation, she's acclimated. Um She's going to sleep in her own bed. I'm assuming that that adds a couple of points for for you right there. So I, I think that the conditions crazy. are right. I love it. Huge fan. I would I wanted I would have. She was on my short list for this this uh, next couple picks, but I think you're right. And like, there's one thing about uh, these these newcomers that you have a couple of Jack, like someone like John Roberts or Lauren Weeks. They're not going to be afraid. They have no they yeah. have no reference for who these other athletes are. They don't necessarily care. I mean, they they're they've been at the top level at other sports. So, I mean, like, yeah, I or love Ryland, the same thing. Just take a flyer on him. It might work out. Love the pick. I think she'll do well or, 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 or really, really poorly. But I think I'm not ignoring well. you guys. I'm just over here doing some last minute updating on my list. So all good. You guys keep building out your trail running high rocks team. And I'm going to keep looking. <laughs> yeah, you go all right. build out your pot. Hey, Bracken, has Hannah Carter been in your podcast? Cause you kind of broke your own rule. So you're not coming pick- through, Jack. I'm sorry. We're having some sort of audio, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> some sort of audio difficulties. I'll get the team yeah. on it, though. That's fine. Yep. All, All right. right. Back to back picks. Um. Uh, I gotta. I'm going Forest. Forest Bogue. Okay. Oh, now, to, to me, that's an interesting pick because neither of us can pick men. So you probably should have taken the best available women. But... I only have one woman, so I only have one more woman to take so in his I, mind he has all the best available women yeah yeah exactly and if we choose to draft um based off of if we the keepers are based off of the round you take them in take the person you, just, you might want to keep more in the later round yeah but now you guys won't want to do that because this keeper's gonna be so bomb um so 
Yeah, and and like my last men man man pick is uh I don't know if that person is going to run. So um I'm gonna take Jamie Brusa here. Solid the last pick. female squad. So she was running top ten at Tahoe in two thousand in and nineteen. And there was that remember there was the uh stairway to Sparta obstacle was at the top of the second climb. And uh, she's only five feet tall, <laughs> and a lot of women were not able to complete that on that on that last. It was so cold to get over, but she finished twelfth still. Um, she lives at altitude. She's trained. She's been really fit. She's only run one race this year. She got second at the or third at the super um, behind Casey Monroe and in Montana and uh, Alyssa Holly. She was leading that race. She's very fit. Um, another Torque member, so again, pick from the heart. And um, yeah, I think that she's just. Seasoned, ready to go, won't be afraid. Yeah. We're ready to be out there. Jamie always finishes like eighth to twelfth, but now you don't have Nicole, you don't have Rebecca, you, you don't have Faye or Liz. So that's going to bump her up to potentially in like that six to eight spot, I assume. She has a hilarious amount of twelfth place finishes. Yeah, like literally like four. <laughs> it's yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, but yeah, but yeah, another season under her belt. I think she'll be she'll be good. Whole year of training. So yep. All right, my next pick. Um, I'm going Renee. Ah, I was leaving her for you. Yeah, no, I. I, I was can't be mad about yeah, that. I talked to her. She, um, she's dealing with a little bit of a hand injury, honestly. So I, I don't know how the obstacles. She might end up doing a lot of burpees if, if she can't, uh, if her broken hand isn't perfect. Or it was a broken hand or like a hairline fracture or something like that. But um, not sure how that's gonna mess with her. But you don't have a Nicole. You don't have a Rebecca in the field. She's gonna have some room to run. And I think that, you know, given her, her mountain running background, that's going to help her a lot more than a course like Jacksonville or sloppy. Um, I, th- I think that she'll be able to turn a, turn on the jets on some of these downhills as well. But hey, ninth round, I'm I'm very happy having Renee still on the board. Value. This, um, and she, I don't know where she, she currently trained at altitude. I mean, she went to college. Like, I think she's in Bend, Oregon or somewhere in Oregon. Yeah, that's like at 3,000 feet or so, I believe. Yeah. Um, all right. Don't hate it. So, Bracken, these are your last two. What are we doing with this wild card no, spot? they're not. Huh? Wild card. Yeah. What's the are, wild card? Are we going to do a wild card? What is I it? I just put it on there just in case. But It was in case we had, uh, the, like, we wanted to take a flyer on someone. You have no clue yeah. if they're showing up. Yep, that's like fine. Like a Hobie or a Cody. or and, a- and the wild card is this race. So it's you can't make your keeper a wild card. You can't be like, ah, just in case Miriam somehow gets over here, I'm keeping it. Like, you can't do that. Yeah, it can't be a no. Yeah. So I'm going to round out my squad with the Ashleys. Okay. Heller and O'Hara. O'Hara? O'Hara? I go O'Hara. O'Hara. Yeah, O'Hara. Um, I nice. think that... No, no, no. Her, her name's Sahara something. Like So it's probably O'Hara. That's her Instagram handle. So yeah. I'm going to get Tara. Ashley Heller and Ashley O'Hara. Um, I think they get lumped together a lot in the Spartan circuits just because of their name. Mm-hmm. And so I'm going to play to that. I'm going to put them both on the squad. They've both shown flashes and they both have potential to do really well here. So this is, this is part of that crop of Nicole's not here. Everything, Faye's not here. Alyssa's not here. We're all going to fill the vacuum. I have them. Honestly, I wouldn't have been shocked if they would have been gone in the first three to five rounds. Yeah. The, the, yeah, I mean, Ashley Heller, like she takes this sport real seriously and she like 
is a tactician. She's been racing a lot. Like I'm sure she's eyed up this race to, to go after and hit it hard. Um, what she, was she like sixth and seventh at Tahoe top 10 at Tahoe really strong. Yeah. And, um, so she could without a doubt be there and Ashley O'Hare, um, she was running with Rose in on flatland speed in, uh, in recently in, in Colorado. Did one of them race Colorado? Heller um, Ashley Heller's been got, running. She she's been racing most of the races. Third, yeah. Third to Rose, right? Uh, Rhea won both days. Yeah. Rhea Rose, her. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Casey, they switched. They switched. I think, and I think I Casey think beat Rose. Ashley missed the podium on one. Uh, yeah, yeah. I think she missed it on the super, but was there on the yeah. sprint. Yeah. Okay. I mean, for not drafting any women for the first like seven or eight rounds, somehow like your female you squad's pretty solid. Female squad's pretty solid. Bracken. Thank you. Yeah. All right. Um, I guess that puts me on the board. I'm so Allie Tippett. She, she lives in Utah. That's a big advantage. Uh, Faye Morgan just always shows up and she's perpetually in like that 10 to 15 range. And so is Callie. Um, I'm going to go with Callie only because she lives at elevation and has definitely taken a liking to some mountain running and stuff. Uh, she's done a bunch of long runs and I, I just think that she's going to be better acclimated for that. The, the only thing I'm scared about is she doesn't like the heat, um, just like me. Uh, but hey, I'm taking a flyer at this point, so hopefully it works out. I like that pick. I didn't pick her because of High Rocks. She was too successful at High Rocks for me to believe that she was also training successfully for Utah. Makes sense. Yeah, I like her. A lot of anti-High Rocks speak. It's just that to be good at High Rocks, you have to be so specific in training. Right. I don't believe that she was very specific in her high rocks training though. No, no, I don't think, I think so. She's, Maybe I, think I should have done some research. I think she's just strong enough yeah. and like, she was just kind of able to and fit enough to, to do well. That's scary, huh? Yeah. She yeah. She didn't race all out when she was um, doing the Colorado Springs race a couple weeks ago, just because she was tapering for high rock. She just kind of wanted some op- obstacle practice before this race, but she did that New York race and finished about, four minutes behind Lindsay in a sprint. Um, it's about a minute per mile. You know, that, that's going to be a good performance if she can hold that up. That's true. Yeah, Rich, final pick in the main rounds. So this is where I knew that there was going to be, we have 14 confirmed men and 15 yep. spots. This is why drafting men early was probably the move. I did mention how I got last in my fantasy football draft, correct? In okay. your OCR fantasy draft or folk fantasy? <laughs> I'm just I'm just putting the pieces together for everybody just yeah. to just to know that I I can think, but then the moment this is race brain. This is an example of race brain. Um, I'm gonna take Josh Fry. I don't know I like where he's it. going. I think he's going. He was 15th here in 2019. Um, good athlete, good competitor. Uh, you know, if he finishes top 15, that'd be great. <clears throat> yeah. Underrated. It's got a bunch Underrated of for sure. Sp- yep. Spends most time in the Pacific Northwest, but can come down and and, and bang with the best of them. So, um, all right. So now, are we are we doing the wild card? Yeah, I have, I have a question. Um, oh my goodness! Now after all this time, I got to blank on his name. You're doing this again. How how does this even happen? I'm here. Just <laughs> describe it. I'll probably know. Yeah, Jack will know. No, original. Is it your 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 co-host, your your ex-co-host? Your, uh, Josh, oh, Josh Reed. Josh Reed. Is he hands. going? No, no. I just he like, would rock this course. He would smash it. I wish he could go. It's just a matter of like logistically getting there. Uh, he's he's he said he's he's dealing with like a wrist or a hand injury right now. 
He's gearing up for uh, an FKT attempt out in yeah. New Hampshire. He was only like two minutes behind Kempson in some really hilly race in New Hampshire about a month ago. So his mountain legs are good. He'd last, smash this. The last world championship, I raced the Ultra day one. So I watched up on the mountain day two of the race. And I was all over the mountain. I got to see a lot of people that I haven't seen race because I'm always in the race with them. Mm-hmm. Watching him race was was fun. That man is a strong, aggressive descender, and he yep. just has the look of someone that knows what he's doing on a mountain. Well, mm-hmm. look at his background. He was like a downhill cyclist or something, or downhill mountain bike. The BMX guy. Yeah, um, yeah just fearless. Just the way he came off Z, after Z-Wall, there was that, that little like downhill loop around back uphill, and he looked through there as good as the top two or three guys looked. Like there was that group of people in the middle who were all – dropped from the top or trying to work up and he ran that section like the the top guys and i thought he may not have the climbing fitness yet but he's got the tools to be one of those guys and he's putting in a tremendous amount of volume uh when he is able to show up to one of these u.s national series races and like really puts it out there to to be in the mix like he's gonna do it because he's not gonna miss any obstacles he's super strong uh Mm -hmm. bigger dude um i wish he was going is brent trail going he's been racing all over the place he's been racing well yeah he, he, he just got the triple podium in uh, Fayetteville. Yeah. Fayetteville. Anyways, I, just throwing some people out there for these wild card picks. I yep. already have mine locked in. So you guys. All right, Rich, who are you going with? Well, I go last, unfortunately. So it's Rich, oh, okay. then Rich. you, then I can do it. Yep. Uh, <laughs> um, I'll, I'm go, I'll go Faye Morgan. I like right. it. I thought you were going to go John, John Howard, but. Allie Tippett's is gone, correct? John Howell. Nope, she is Actually, still available. Yeah, no, never mind. Oh, I thought yeah, you were just talking about her. No, I said I was torn between picking her. Oh, um, gotcha. A little misdirection. Okay. She's on mm. there. Don't worry. I, I wasn't going to pick her. Um, someone who I just thought of, he had a good race in Montana. I, I didn't reach out to him, but I should have. Um, but he always does well. Grayson Kilgore. Ah, that's what I was taking. Really? Yep. Nice. Actually, yeah, you know he, what? I'm okay with that because I was torn. So I'm taking Angel Quintero. Okay. He shows up. That's he shows that's, up. That's a top he has as one. good a chance of being top three as he does top ten. Let me tell you something about him, though. He missed it for the first time in his career. He missed a podium in on Mexican soil uh, earlier this year. So I don't think he's in the shape that people think. But he could have just you know missed a couple of obstacles or something, had a bad race. But you're right. He's got second at Big Bear before. Like yeah. guys made for mountains. Wild card, and he's yeah. been doing a lot of running. He's been doing some racing. He's he, it's you never know what's happening with foreign athletes. Yeah, but as to terms of wild card, a guy who's taken second on this course, mm. or is that Big Bear? Big Bear, Big yeah. Bear, which is essentially this course. Yeah, and six the Tahoe before. Yeah, mountain running that that is with the thirty third pick. If you get on Hel Quintero, that's a that's yeah. a solid. And one. the only reason he dropped there is because we don't know if he's coming. Right. Correct. Right. Right. Absolutely would have been on the board if uh, pretty early, probably first five six rounds. Well, I'm starting the way I finished. Finished the way I started. Men. Dudes. All the dudes for Bracken. Yep. Just got guys on my mind. Just, just question question for you guys. How different would this draft have been if Nicole wasn't hurt, Rebecca was still racing, Miriam could show up? I, I think it would have looked wildly different. I don't think the – gone back and forth. Men, men women, yeah. men, women, men, women the whole way. Yeah. I think There's it was just, smart. Rich, you picking the – realistically even if she's not 100 the the clear favorite on either side like Lindsay's 
gonna, she's not gonna miss the podium. You're gonna get at worst three points there. And I think that that's the smart move in this situation. What's the biggest reach of this draft? Ooh, good question. Let's look. I don't. I don't know. Uh, Annie Doobie, I think she's doing great. I would have picked her behind Ariel and Rose, but we don't know about Ariel. I I think she she's right around where you. She's going to get fifth through tenth most likely on the women's side, so I don't think it's too bad. Um, that's fair. I'm sticking with it and keep and going keeper. She's doing great. Um, I think in his current fitness, the fact that he moved. Robert Killian might be surprising there, but he always brings it and he's made for the mountains. So I don't, yeah. I don't know. Well, yeah. if you don't pick reach, him there, but it's more a, what have you done for me lately type of pick? Yeah. If you don't pick him, you passed up on the world champ at a mountain course. Exactly. If you do pick him, he's living in DC. Yeah. Right. That was the, that was probably the only pick that I didn't make. That was like, that I wouldn't have, I think. Yeah. The, and it, I realistically, it's disrespectful that he, that he fell to nine, but it's the third round. Yeah. 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 I can't believe Rhea didn't go earlier, if we're being honest. If I, yeah. if I didn't have such a big gap between my picks, she would have been picked. And and who did you – so you only had two chances, and you picked Johnny and Ryan Woods. I mean, who can fault you on that? Johnny I, won the course last year. Woods has been just performing really well this year, except the DNF at Savage Race. I mean, yeah. I can't Looking believe back, I might have gone Johnny, Rhea instead Rhea. of Woods. Yeah. But – yeah. Yeah. That yeah, that, yeah. that might be the only one. Rhea Rhea's clearly someone who could win it or take second and yeah. But at the same time, she was a second female, third, third female off the board. Yep. So so Rich and Bracken, the two of you always had back to back picks. I yeah. never did. How did you fare or how how do you feel on that? I like it better. I would have like that middle pick I think would be tough. Did you not like having it in the middle? It was it was tough. Cause it's like you watch people go by and you're like, Oh, I, I just need, if I could have done two in a row, I would have picked the shore thing and then taken the flyer, but I'm still happy with my team. I always got the next one I wanted, which is yeah. the beauty of that snake order. You always, if you get to one, you're, you guarantee your next, but like I just missed on Rhea and I just missed on Rose and, and Sean. Right. Who is the, oh, uh, who's the that pick that you, that you really wanted um, that you're like really that you got that like you were worried like you know that gut feeling like man I hope this person's still here like you you waited an, around and hoped that they were there and, and it kind of came back for you. Hmm. I thought Rylan was going to go earlier. Same here. I didn't know if I, I figured Sean Sean Roberts and Ryland it would be interchangeable. Like I wouldn't have been surprised if either of them went. Like I like I could okay. see them finishing next to each other. I'll be honest. Every person I picked. I didn't know if they'd be there every single person because they all had potential to go higher. But you're like, you're other than Killian. I thought people might wait on him, but I mean, you picked somebody who wasn't even on this list on the female side and Ariel Fitzgerald. We're not quite sure if she's going to be there. Right. Well, with, I mean, but still, I mean, if she's there, she's the most accomplished trail runner in the field. Totally. Like the way that like you're, I thought Jack was going to pick her. I wouldn't. I have no idea what order your females are going to finish. No, but I also don't have any order behind the first. I think the first two spots are semi-spoken for. Yes. And after that, yeah, Ashley O'Hara. That, there are on the six or seven people who could take third. Yeah, if I, Ashley O'Hara, I, I, your last pick, female. I think that she could be your first finisher. 
I, yeah. I think the depth on each side is so so different, like without Nicole and Rebecca there, that it probably was a better decision to pick women earlier than later. Because you could have someone blow up in, on the men's side or even just, you know, it, it might be a 10 minute gap between first and 10th versus a 30 on the women's side where, you know, you just get bumped out because a couple of people had good races on the men's side that could that could end up happening. So wouldn't it the opposite be true? Wouldn't you want to get all the men you're sure aren't going to blow up? Because the women, who knows what they're going to do? I think yeah, your Rose, strategy. Alex Walker, like they're they're going to have, you know, Rhea, Lindsay, you know where you're going to get. So well, those, those, Yeah, those went immediately. And then there was a, a stalemate. Correct. Right. And then like the, when I like reach for Annie or like. I don't um, think Annie's a, a reach. But like that could be. She Other than fourth, Rose she was available. Yeah, yeah, like and so could so could Rose though, right? She could be anywhere in that like top ten. Yeah. Um, so that is just kind of like a like, what do you know about their training? How do you think they're gonna do? And this like like what's their mindset gonna be around it? And like, we're just guessing. <laughs> so yeah. who knows? Who who's the one person you wish you got that it was like, oh damn it, if I had one pick earlier, I would have snagged them. Raya. Raya. I mean, obviously yeah. you want Lindsay and Ryan. Right. But, but, but Rhea was the one that was sitting there that I passed up on with one of my first two picks that, yeah. Thinking I would loop back. Yeah. I thought Rich was going to take her with six instead of, no, no, nothing against Alex. I think she's going to have a fantastic race, easily could end up on the podium. I just thought this is a Rhea course. Totally. Totally. And now she she seems healthy, seems back in form. Yeah. I think she'll do well. And and Bracken, if Rich didn't pick Logan, I was going to take him which would have yeah. left Rhea open for you. Well, and my two sitting there were Logan and Rhea. Yeah. But you guys took them both. So I just yeah. jumped back on the man train. Yeah. Right back I, to it. Your, your men's field is pretty stacked. I think that you're going to have a number of people who could have uh, – We uh, Rich and I both have boomer bust for a few people. Yours are kind of solid picks that – you know. We're on the men's side? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just hoping my men – hold it together yeah i think mark Battress is a solid pick at, uh, that could 19. be a big that could be a big sleeper yeah. right and like johnny's gonna win it i think so as well you know that he did a trail race in europe recently he got like 70th overall that's and yet you didn't pick him you had the chance I, I, I'm, i'd rather have the sure thing of atkins you getting second johnny's gonna win everyone thought johnny was gonna second. win tahoe what happened yeah it's missed obstacles man it's like missing missing spears he's he had when was his last ocr that's that's it. He hasn't run one this year. That, right. There's the rust factor. The rust factor. I wish I got Tyler. Yeah. Tyler Veerman. I mean, that one right before me. I mean, that was one of the that was the fifth yeah. overall pick. So yeah. like, it's not like oh man. I, I, I mean, Tyler could win him. Yeah. That if, Tyler can, if Tyler can out climb and carry Johnny, he can win the race. I'm just worried that he'll pull a big bear a couple years ago and then end up going out a little too hot and suffering the consequences. I just but, I just talked to him. Um, and he was, uh, podcast coming out Monday. Uh, yeah. he, it, it's, that's, he's aware, <laughs> you know, he's like, I'm going to do well if I don't blow myself up. Yeah. And so like, cause he's done that he, before he broke through a couple of years, like 2017 or so, um, or 28 yeah, is 2017. He ended up, he was in like ninth place an hour into the race and then he just kind of blew up nutritionally. And then same thing happened at big bear. But I think the fact that he's done well on ultras this year, he knows how to fuel. He knows he has a lot bigger of an engine than in the past. So I think that this is the year he's uh, I'm feeling confident in this race, even though he got third last time. Well, and he's lived at altitude for another year. 
Yeah. He's just, ju- he's run quality workouts for a whole nother year at altitude and felt it. I have yeah. a picture from either 2013 or 14 of him leading me in a race, like a mile and a half in. Oh, wow. Back yeah. when, when, when he was in the Midwest, in his Midwest days. Yeah. So like yeah. he's been going out aggressive from the start. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Almost 10 years. Um, yeah. And he's fit, like someone with his ability to get through obstacles when he only has to worry about running. He doesn't have to do anything else to prepare for yeah. this race. But I think that, I mean, that's, I think that's true for Johnny. I think it's true for Atkins. I don't know how much time they're actually spending working on the obstacles yeah. anymore. Who, who's the athlete you're, you're kind of bummed. They won't be there besides the usual, not like Kempson, obviously, but like if there's a second tier person that you would have loved to have seen, who is it? Mine's John Penland. I think he's in great shape right now. Bracken, you ran that like rec bag race with them and stuff. Mm-hmm. He lives in Colorado uh, or Fort Collins, Colorado. I just think this would have been a great race for him. He's got great endurance. Everyone, obviously, but my two men, uh, I wish Aaron Newell hadn't got injured mm. because he was, he just had like crescendoed at Tahoe and, and kept running and kept getting better. And now we don't get to see, but we are going to see the next version of him that was already fourth at worlds. Yep. And then uh, <laughs> and just to see like, What's he doing? What's he up to? You know, yeah, like, yeah. like, how's his training coming on? Like, is he like, he's just like exciting to see what's going to happen. Josiah. Know? Yeah, man. I'd love to see Josiah at, at altitude in the mountains, but women, I want to see Emma. Same here. Emma cook Clark. I wanted to see her come down here and do it. Especially on a mountain course for her first one. So, yeah. yeah. On the, yeah. on the men's side, I would, uh, I mean, Chris, Bob Brown, he's just, Oh my yeah, God. Chris. It's been real fun to see out here. Yeah, Why um, isn't he coming out? Uh, Doing some wild stuff. Probably. He was saying like he's only going to go to the races that um, have trail as well because that's like kind of his job. He like works uh, on the trail part, so he's just he'll be in uh, North Carolina. Uh, but yeah, like he's been a whole year. He did that that 50k world record attempt, right? He was involved in that race. Like he just yeah. puts in miles, man. He's just he's just really solid. He knows how to. Um, I was never like. He, one of the most impressive feats I've, I've saw was when he did the ultra in Tahoe and then came back and just like was leading the climb the first time and like still finished like in the top 20 or something. I was like six, six hour warm up the day before. Yeah. You know what the craziest part was? He started the climb in like 30th or 40th. His legs felt like garbage when he first passed me. Cause I was about a half mile up on the side. He was in 30th place for the ultra. No, in oh, the, the regular East, oh, in the world championship. Yeah, he yeah. was so tired from the day before. He went out slow, was in 30th, a half mile in, probably minutes already behind. And then he was, what, fourth at the top of the climb? He was <laughs> yeah. like, oh, my legs are waking up a little bit. And just went <laughs> right up the top. Like, Stupid. that's mind-blowing. Yeah. yeah. No one has gears going up that mountain. Um, we do we obviously love to see VJ, how he's, how he's, yeah. how the altitude, like now living there, how it would kind of play out for he him. Lived, I think that that's exciting. Him. Bracken, I don't know if you remember where Black Forest is, like northeast side of town, but he's at like 7,800 feet. Yeah, I did a lot of running in Black Forest. Yeah. That was my recovery loop in Black Forest uh, Trail Office. Fox Run Run Park or whatever up there. I would have liked to see um, 
this uh, woman in the Kurt. Northeast now, yeah. um, Miranda Kaplinski. Yeah. yeah, she's been doing really well in the Northeast circuit. She's been doing well in the Savage races. I mean, she's just another name that could be in the mix for the top 10 that could be someone to look out for. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm in a mountain course. I mean, it'll be nice to see how she does on some of the East Coast courses, but someone to look out for in the next ones. Totally. Leading into this year, I thought it was the year of Aaron Newell and Rebecca Hammond. Interesting. Maybe not that they were the top dogs, but they were the people they had the biggest room of the top dogs for a jump forward and one got surgery and one went to med school. So we're, we're not, I think this could have been like the biggest jump we've seen someone who have both already been a top three to five in the sport make in one year. Yep. And we don't get to see it. <clears throat> Rebecca I'm, was just stupid fit. Yeah. yeah. I just, I just worry. Aaron's just going to be like, I'm going to do something else now. He's just like, gonna be like my worry really is he's going to show up. Yeah. Yeah. He's the king of jumping into things. <laughs> um, well, I feel solid. Do you want to? We, should we say our teams all the way through? Just for sure. those listening, Jack, right, can you sort us out into columns or something? So who do you want? You want? Yeah. All right, Bracken, your team. Here you go. <laughs> can you sort us in the columns? Kind of question. <laughs> that was really fast. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, was that impressive? Yeah. Control Shift L is the filter button. All right, so on my male side, captain of the squad, Johnny Luna Lima, Ryan Woods, Robert Killian, Ian Hosick, Rylan Schladig. I've got two young bucks and three grizzled vets. Sounds good. Sounds good on paper. Definitely. It does. And then the women, Ariel Fitzgerald, Natalie Miano, Hannah Carta, Ashley Heller, Ashley O'Hara, and then my wild card, who's – Honestly, the only person picked after round probably five that could win a world title still at a mountain race. So I'm happy. I'm a happy man. Yeah. Solid team, honestly. Definitely went heavy on the women, but it's a it's a solid squad. So All my right. squad consists of Lindsay Webster. I'm starting with the women because that's women are strong. Alex Walker, Annie Doobie, Casey Monroe, Jamie Brusa, and Faye Morgan uh, as the wild card on the women's side. Um, on the men, I got Logan Broadbent, Sean Stevens, whale, uh, Mark Batras, Forrest Bogue, and Josh Fry. So like I said, my women going to have to clean up the men. There's going to be some solid performances in there, but like my women's race needs to come through. I need to displace a lot of Bracken's women. Yeah. Your, your women's team is pretty stacked. You could um, go one, two women's and you could go like four five, six, seven, eight with your men. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, it's interesting because we're taking seven. So I like potentially all five of my women could score, right? And then just yeah. two of my men would score. Yeah. Correct? Yep. But that could be the same on, on your end too, Bracken. Like to, all five of your men could score. I don't uh, think so. I, I think, think that, that will happen. Four and three. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just doing the the seven best placing. Yeah. Oh, yes. on our team. Okay. Yep. Uh, all right. My team, I've got Ryan Atkins, Tyler Veerman, Sean Roberts, Hawk Call, and Matt Rock for the men's side. And on the women's side, Rhea Coble, Rose Wetzel, Lauren Weeks, Renee Mativier, and Callie Schweikart. I picked Grayson Kilgore with my wild card. Okay. I just want to say here, when you were drafting, I liked half your picks. I didn't agree with half your picks, but you have the biggest room for aggressive upward expansion in your yes, team. Yes, exactly. Absolutely. Yeah. I was you, thinking- you could go one, two men. You could have the winner or you could have one, two or two, three female. Yeah. And yep. then you have those people that 
like Renee, we didn't say a word about her. If Renee shows up able to do gripping carries, she could win. Yeah. You know, especially, I don't think she will. Rebecca or Nicole. I don't think she will, but she's the best runner in the field and it's not even close. Yep. The same on the men's side. Like what's going to happen with Sean Roberts and Hawk call. I mean, Oh, like Lauren Weeks too. You have like four athletes in here that could be just amazing. Yeah, it's, it's boomer bust uh, towards the yeah. you know, the last five or so picks. But you have strong competitors in there that are just going to be solid. Yeah, Sean, Hawk, Matt could all boom up to. Sean and Hawk could both go top five, maybe. Yeah, but they could also be outside the top fifteen. It's, they could be top five yeah. for the first half of the race, and then guess what? Reality hits when you have to start climbing your third time. There's just mistakes. They could get penalties. You know? I am most excited out of everyone in the field, and this is saying something. I am most intrigued by the idea of watching a hawk call. Yeah. Would you have picked him if he dropped to you? Yeah. Yeah, because – He's like Vlad Guerrero Jr. Or yeah, that's Tatis a perfect Jr. analogy. You know, he's the next generation of one of the sports greats. I mean, I think the greatest of all time is Hobie. And he's his son, and he's fast. He's got – if you've ever seen him run, the kid's got a stride got on wheels. him. Yeah. And how, how old is he? 21, 21 I think. Which 21. is wild that he's taken this long to come into the sport. Because he's running about, in college, though. Is he? Oh. Yeah. Or what? He definitely was his freshman and sophomore year. I don't know if he still is. How old is VJ? Twenty. Isn't it crazy? He's twenty-two. They're essentially the same age, and VJ's been on the circuit for four years. Yeah. And Hawks. <laughs> so yeah, it's totally unknown commodity, but he might have as big or bigger of a ceiling than Sean Roberts. They, he might have the biggest ceiling of anyone here. Yep. What if he's ninety percent of his dad's potential? That's still that might damn good career. Title. Yeah, (laughs) this is crazy. It's like, yeah, it's like the first time this has happened, right? Like, yeah, the the second generation. Yeah, the first next generation. It's basically like his dad's the Hall of Famer, and he's the up and coming super. It it, it literally is Vlad, Vlad Junior, Vlad Senior for baseball. Yeah, it's gonna be more like Tim Hardaway Junior, probably though. Maybe Peyton Manning. Ah. First Archie. Well, are you saying his dad? Eli. Yeah. Could be more like Eli. Anyway, let's do our keeper. Now that I'm seeing that column, who, who are you going to keep? We Rick, yeah, well, go we, get, we get to pick late. We get to keep after the race, right? Oh, I thought we were doing it now because then they kind of whoever we got to know. We we won't know who's racing until the next race, and so, I want to see. And that like will play out, right? Like if you don't if you don't keep Hawk and he does and he gets like third, like you should be able to keep him after that. You should be rewarded for that. Okay, you want to do yeah. a post race thing? Well, we got to see who's eligible. Yeah, it's who's after gonna, the third round, right? Yeah, that's why I put the dashes on on these ones. They're not eligible, but that's after the second round. After the third round, you everyone should have had the chance to have picked one man and one woman at that point. So, so the round, first eligible keeper round oh, so three or later. Keep right up. Oh, okay. Oh, so after the third round is not correct. After the Starting second round, the third round. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. Well, I if I had to choose right now, who I'm choosing? Yeah, it's North Carolina. Be, it's probably going to be Ariel. Ariel Fitzgerald with how the women's field is in terms of depth this year. I mean, she could shoot up and be a podium threat. Like just think of West Virginia. She gets fifth place. Rebecca and Nicole were two of them ahead of her. They're not racing this year. She moves into that third spot right there. And she did 150 burpees. I don't know. 90 burpees and a penalty loop or two. Yeah. 
yep. Just got to get her in the country. We'll see what happens. Yeah. So, like, I think that the North Carolina course is Logan Broadbent style. Like, it's going to be some nasty footing. It's going to be humid. Um, It's not going to be, I mean, obstacles will matter there. Uh, So, I mean, like, it's going to be hard not to not to keep him for that. We'll see, though. Yeah, I'd go. I'd go with Sean Roberts as my keeper at the moment. Yeah, got it. Not to. Yeah. Um, and one thing with the scoring then, so we're going to also in cross country style, like in a dual meet, it'd be, yep. we would score against each other individually. So it's not like when I win, I won't get one. And then you guys get no wins. It'd be like, I'd be one and oh against Bracken and one and oh yep. against Jack. We'll have a head to head matrix. And so that'd make me two and oh, but you guys could be one and one or oh and oh and two. I mean, right? this is obviously hypothetical with the numbers you're giving out right there, but yeah. <laughs> uh we'll see so but yeah that makes sense then right and then that will be how we'll add up to the five races okay this was fun did you guys have fun a blast yeah yeah i I think overall this is uh i'll send some screenshots and stuff just so that you're able to you know post them and i'll 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 rearrange it so everyone's got their team uh you know we can you can do an individual screenshot of it or something like that but I think it's yeah, interesting. I'd, I'd love to see the comments from people just to be like, wh- whose team before the race starts do you think is best? And then, then we'll see who's smart later on. We'll, we'll, we'll put out some polls there. All right, I'm ending this broadcast. Yeah, oh, real, real quick. Anybody who wants to uh, oh, yeah. actually get involved in the action, go to yanceycam.com. Uh, we're having the top five prediction contest. It's not like this where we're doing a snake draft or anything, but it's just you fill in. Who do you think is going to be top five in the men, top five in the women? I listed – basically all the names there if you've heard this episode you're going to know who's not going to show up and who not to pick so that's uh there's some incentive right there but yeah just go uh do it, it the deadline is midnight the night before the race so basically friday 11 59 p.m you got to get your picks in also historically terrible at that but i, I rich, usually rich got like fifth to worst out of like 250 votes last time so i'm not really <laughs> feeling good in his his choices this time the, the so. thing like i always pick myself when i go to the races mm-hmm. yeah didn't pay, off. didn't pay off though that yeah i like that i had the confidence to do that but it, it hurt my prediction contest but that's the only reason that you, that you whipped on but. only reason why yeah yep awesome All right. good time guys later